0: Alright, we might have something in there. I think we can we can start. If anything,
1: we'll just hop into it talking about T V, video games, all the things that fill that nice little void. At least they they try to. Eh, works pretty well. Yeah. Distractions.
0: It's like it's like filling a void with something that that's just a little bit bigger than it, so that it eventually just kind of all sinks down, and you have to refill it again. It's like filling a void, a bottomless pit, with sand that you've got it to the top, but you you still have to keep filling it cause because it's bottomless. Oh, yeah, that's what a yeah. void is. Come on, man. Well, no, a voids um just like an empty hole. I suppose. Like um, a cavity's technically just a void in your teeth. I got lots of those. You should, um, get them replaced. You should get teeth like uh, that guy from James Bond. No, um, Q. Just old fucked up British teeth. (laughs) I'll consider it. I'm Merrill. I'm John, and this is not too specific. Uh, the show where we go through the current media and whatnot that we are currently consuming, currently. Yeah. So, John, it's been a while since the last time we recorded. Yeah, it certainly it's, has. Uh been. Uh, over a year.
1: Almost two years. Uh, Almost uh, no. two.
0: Eh, eh. Like, yeah? Yeah, uh, like a year and three quarters. Yeah. About.
1: But I recorded with you on some other things since then. On...
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've, you've, you've guessed it on an episode. We should have you back, but that's harder with everyone. Yeah. Travel happens sometimes. Yeah. um, But, yeah, this is our uh, <clears throat> episode five, the 2020 edition, where we... Kind of, I don't know what you were planning, but I kind of wrote down the list of the, the stuff I I took in this year. All the games and movies, and well not movies, the games and shows, and uh, some comics I read.
1: Yeah, it's harder to think back about the beginning uh 2019 and what was really going on then. But <laughs> I, I have a general idea of what my top things that I kind of consumed throughout
0: 2019 were. Yeah, I, uh... I... Before this, I googled uh, like games of 2019, and I'm just like, Same. what? That came out this year, huh? Well, a lot of them, too, for me at least,
1: were things that necessarily that I was like, oh yeah, I didn't care about that. Didn't this, care about that. I understand was, why that was popular, but I didn't care about that.
0: This is kind of a mediocre game, a year for games. Not... There wasn't any huge releases. I mean, the God of War came out earlier. Um, Actually, no, it didn't. That did not come out earlier this year. That came out in 2018. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't... Um, what, they release a new Call of Duty or something? I feel like they do that every year.
1: Yeah, Call of Duty was pretty hyped. Borderlands was pretty hyped. <laughs> oh, that
0: was the big thing, but it's just like... Borderlands yeah, came.
1: Borderlands came and went because it was more of the same without enough new to keep people super hooked. And but then I think... also the it came out in like that Septemberishy time. Yeah. So it also got hit by those November holiday games that also hit really hard.
0: And then just this year had just terrible games with with like Fallout seventy six or and, uh, like Anthem, all just all the news this year about just the <laughs> the troubles and to, uh, just all the shit with Anthem.
1: When Anthem was first like kind of announced. I was kind. Ca- kind of interested in it, because it it is that type of gameplay loop that I'm interested in with multiplayers, you know, it definitely got compared to Destiny a lot.
0: uh, It's like a looter shooter, right?
1: Kinda, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a looter shooter, but in the end, it was just sloppy release and stuff like that, and didn't end up trying it, even. Yeah. Didn't pick it up.
0: Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked interesting, but then there's all that, like, yeah, the, the sloppy release stuff where it's just like, and it bricked my computer.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I did have a friend on my playlist that, you know, was hitting it up and stuff like that. He enjoyed it, but I, I just didn't even really... I, I lost my interest in it. Even with all the gameplay stuff, I was like, this looks kind of interesting, but it's going to be shallow, and it's going to take them a lot of time, and if I'm going to put that time into that type of gameplay loop, then I might as well put it into, like, a Destiny or something like that, that I have- already have the time invested in, and it's a little bit deeper because they've been fleshing it out longer.
0: Yeah. But we're not here to talk about the bad games that we didn't enjoy this year. We're here to talk about the good games. Honk, honk. Oh yeah, that's on my list. Um see, so yeah, let's start off with that. Uh Untitled Goose Game. It's delightful. Just wonderful. I feel like um for I feel like for uh, how shit of a year this has been, uh just in general, just everything's uh, I mean, I guess yeah, every yeah, everything was on fire in 2019 too. Um it's good to have just a game where you're just like you're you're just a ju- uh, just a jerk goose. Mm-hmm. Not even like a mean goose, you're just kind of a jerk.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's delightful. It's fun. Some of the puzzles take you a little bit to figure out, and then once you figure out how to do something, you're like,
0: "Honk, honk, honk, honk." honk. Yeah.
1: It's, it's great. I, I love the art style of it. I saw, you know, cool costumes that people did based off that game where they, like, dressed up in the lo- like those people. And it's...
0: It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, my notes for this, I just wrote down, Hulk! <laughs> That's funny. Um, But yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it. Uh, so... I fucking loved picking on that that nerdy kid with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Trapping him in the phone booth yeah. and doing all the stuff, yeah.
0: Um, and what else? Uh, speaking of uh, other cute games, I don't know if you played this or not, Uh, but I really dug the, the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch. I wanted to play that, but I never ended up picking it up. It's, um... I had to pick it up just uh, out of, it's the game that got, the the original game on the Game Boy, or Game Boy Color, because I had the special one with the Secret Color Dungeon. So. Hmm. <laughs> um, but that's the first game that got me into the Zelda series. Right. And it was really fun uh, picking it up and being like, oh yeah, I remember this specific puzzle of like, you have to kill these enemies in a certain order, and it's like... Oh yeah, I remember the little rhyme I made uh, to, to help me remember when I was a kid.
1: Right, that's cool.
0: That's fun. But it's also, it's one of those games I played a ton as a kid, and so I kind of, I haven't finished it yet. I just got distracted by other things. I think, um, so I think I ended up playing, um, what was it? Um, oh yeah, Risk of Rain 2. That was a big one this year. We've been that,
1: I was so hyped about that being on the switch.
0: Yeah, it was finally released on consoles this year. It's um, if you're not familiar with the game Risk of Rain, it's a uh, rogue like The first one was uh, used like a pic- pixel art graphics um, yeah. but it was crash in a world. It's um, the levels aren't like the levels aren't randomly generated. Um, But like where all the loot in the world is is random, right yeah. so you go through, collect loot, get yourself stronger, try to beat the boss of the level, so you can get so you can teleport to the next level. Pretty simple, pretty fun game loop. When you die, you lose everything, you start over from the beginning.
1: The first one's in two dimensions. Is
0: two dimension just a uh, side scroller? But Risk of Rain two adds a whole new dimension. Pom pom. Uh, it's in 3d this time and it is still the same fun game loop uh just this time it's it's in 3d and you can move you can move in
1: it's awesome dude it's so brutal i I really enjoyed the first risk of rain so much and when I saw what risk of rain 2 was and how it was more the same but not yeah it was just awesome it was so cool
0: and they're still coming out with new updates they uh, just adding characters yeah, and adding just more items. awesome,
1: awesome fun. I
0: stuff. loved when I first picked it up, I loved looking at the, um, unlockable page and it's just like a full page of unlockable stuff. And then a few question marks at, at the bottom. You're like, Oh, okay. It looks like they are going to add a few more things. And then you see that there's a nut there's another page full of question mark items that, that are like, yeah, we're going to add a bunch of items later. That's awesome. But I, uh, it's, it's the game I definitely find myself when I'm just like listening to a podcast and I, I just kind of want to listen to that while doing something. I'll pop that on.
1: You know what I play for when I'm doing that? Hmm. My favorite battle royale.
0: Which is?
1: Tetris 99.
0: Oh, that that came out this year too, right? It did. Yeah, it did. That's uh, in my top games
1: for this year, for sure.
0: That was, how did they make money off that? That was just a free game.
1: Uh, so they did add a thing where you can, it's versus AI versus like computer, regular Tetris. You can buy regular Tetris through oh, okay. Tetris 99, right? And that also unlocks more ch- daily challenges they've kind of added in for you okay. to do. The daily challenges give you tickets, and the tickets you use on different themes for your gameplay. You know, oh, I thought I, I, I think stuff. I saw
0: you looking at some of those the last time you were. Yeah,
1: it. there's a Kirby one I'm saving up for. Or actually, no, I'm I, I'm getting the retro Tetris
0: one. Oh, the Game Boy one. Yeah, yeah, green screen. Yeah, that's what I go with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I played a little bit of that, but it's just like I. I'm a person who does prefer playing Tetris alone. It already gets so stressful enough without some asshole throwing a bunch of junk blocks in there.
1: Oh, you mean alone that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no.
0: single, single player Tetris.
1: I think it's funny when, like, I have people over and, like, we'll be playing a couple rounds of Tetris 99 and I'll be getting into those, like... Oh, top 15 areas, you know, and everything's moving so fast and somebody else in the room is just like, dude,
0: I am getting stressed out watching this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, last time I was watching you play, I'm just like, I'm not even going to watch John's screen. I'm just going to look at all the little boxes around him.
1: I can, it's, I've gotten second place and that's, I'm so satisfied with that
0: because I know I'm not
1: going to beat somebody that's actually good at Tetris.
0: Well, because people that are really good at Tetris are on, like, a whole nother level at at Tetris.
1: Until I can efficiently T-spin, I'm not going to win a game of Tetris 99. But, anything above fifth place, man, is awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that.
0: Um, so, the... The next game on my list is, uh, it didn't actually release this year, but it did have a, uh, like a big, a big pivotal update this year. Which one's that? It is No Man's Sky with their uh... next update, which added true multiplayer and um, VR support.
1: Which, yeah.
0: <laughs> for me, that that's what finally got me back into the game, because... With, like, the previous updates they did with, like, the base building and the vehicles, I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But, um, it was the, 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 adding VR and adding, actually being able to play with other people online, uh, that's what really got me back in. Even though I'm not a big online player. Yeah. It's just like, no, that'd be, No Man's Sky is a fun, is a game that's fun to be like, oh, hey, look, another
1: person. So... I definitely was trying to start playing No Man's Sky again because I remember one of my former coworkers being excited about it as well and telling me that they had been already added a decent amount of stuff. And I went and I started playing some of it before the VR update came mm-hmm. to re familiarize myself with the controls and whatnot. And then when I tried playing in VR, I I thought it was too much for me. I could couldn't handle it.
0: It's overwhelming at first, but once you once you get get the controls down, I, it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, like
0: uh, flying the ship around. Um, I do wish I had like a joystick instead, because I end up just putting like the move controller on my knee and using that like like it's a joystick. Sure. For when you're flying, okay. but it's, um, really fun to fly around in space. They um. With the, with the next update, they did a lot of quality of life fixes um, that were kind of one of the reasons why I stopped playing the game, because it ended up being just like, okay, so I have to mine this resource so I can get some more fuel so I can do this. Now my inventory's full, so I've got to either junk all this stuff or use it. and But now they completely overhauled the inventory where you can hold... Unless it's, like, rarer items, like, tradable items, um, like, that you use in conversation. It's like, oh, I've got a Gek Relic. It's like, that has a more limited space, but things like Carbon, you can basically carry an unlimited amount of. Right. And I feel like that definitely helped the game with its, um, with the gameplay loop. So it's not just, I'm constantly hunting for Carbon, because I fucking am always running out of Carbon. Um, but I it, yeah, it finally got me back in. They because there was there was finally more stuff to do, like the base building component actually added more missions to it, where you recruit people for your bases.
1: I do think it's interesting and smart how they expanded the game into a Minecraft-like mm-hmm. builder game. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, because it's. I know what people like. It's what's popular. Um, I I just they. Uh, hello games, I think they did a they did a good job. In the end of the day, um, for I, f- I feel like history is gonna look back at look back at them and be like, okay. This wasn't totally on No Man uh, on Hello Games. This the, they weren't this wasn't totally their fault. They were kind of a small studio that was pushed very much into the limelight and they kind of they didn't have a PR person talking talking for them. They just had their like creative lead. But then the, but I think I think they handled it wonderfully. They kept silent till they had something to show and then they're like, "Yeah, guys, come on, let's let's build this out." Yeah. To the point where I would definitely say that, at this point, No Man's Sky is now a fully-fledged $60 game. And I wouldn't say that when it first launched.
1: That's interesting, because another game that I've been playing lately is in that very same boat. And that's with Sea of Thieves, and the way it came out and stuff like that. it, It was just very bare... Mm -hmm. but they just kept adding update after update with support, and um, they, I think, had a game plan set out right away, and they knew what they were doing going into, like, how much it was maybe not fully fledged when they first put it out. Or
0: it's a thing where where it's kind of like, we have some ideas of what we want to add to this. to It's like it's like this is this isn't a playable state to the public right now, but we absolutely. still we, we we can we can still work we on can it, and make polish it this better. Yeah. yeah,
1: And and that's what they did. Um, they they added just content update after content update, and now it's at the point where this game, like I, I would say that Sea of Thieves is absolutely worth sixty dollars. If you don't have Game Pass.
0: Now, yeah, I was going to ask. Now, would you, do you think you would have gotten into the game if you didn't have Game Pass?
1: No, because I would have never paid $60 to try it.
0: Okay, I guess I didn't realize Sea of Thieves was $60. Yeah. I thought it was uh, like a $30 game or something. Pretty sure. Okay, wow. But, I mean. It's 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 also, it's a beautiful game. Yeah, get
1: gorgeous graphics, it's fun to play, it's just...
0: They have a... it's a slightly cartoony art style, but I feel like they get the water down really well. Yeah,
1: yeah, the water's the main character of the game, and they really put all of it... uh, it's just so good. It's so gorgeous, some of the times when you're sailing around. But... I have to remind myself... That a game about pirates is going to have toxic players.
0: What?
1: And, you know, it's called Sea of Thieves, not Sea of Friends. Yeah. So, as much as I like to be friendly towards people I see out in the sea, when they start shooting me, I gotta try to defend myself.
0: Yeah, uh, well... I. It's kind of a way to look at it is it's like, well, if they're not on your boat, you probably can't trust them. If they're not on your crew, you probably can't trust them.
1: Absolutely not. If they're not on my crew and they're on my boat, I'm w- ready to kill them.
0: You're, you're going to make someone walk the plank. I... Although, apparently walking the plank is a bit of a myth. Because why would they pull off the gangplank when they could just throw someone off the boat. Throw someone over the side.
1: Yeah, sure. Or scuttle. like yeah.
0: Scuttling's just when you, like, cast them off on a dinghy, right? I don't know. You just you just said it because it's piracy.
1: You can scuttle your ship and see a thieves. That's Isn't that when know. you
0: just sink your ship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that context, scuttling sounds like you, you kind of just put a pistol to the back of their head <laughs> to make all their blood sink out.
1: Now, Sea of Thieves has gotten to be at, at the point, because this, uh, this past year is when they had their anniversary update, and that's when they added actual, like, story voyages for you to go on, and with Is NPCs, that when they added, like,
0: the, the pirates, or the skellies?
1: Uh, that is not necessarily what added the NPC ships. Okay. But...
0: Oh, are NPC ships different than skeleton ships then?
1: No, that's Skelly ships. Okay, Skellies are the NPCs. Okay, and like, cause they've been around since the beginning of the game. You've been able to fight Skellies, but um,
0: they haven't had ships before. They didn't
1: have ships in the very beginning okay. of the game. No, and that um, that's definitely added a fun mechanic because. You know, for somebody that doesn't really enjoy the PvP aspect of the game necessarily as
0: much. You're saying before you're kinda of scrubby at the PvP.
1: Yeah, oh absolutely. absolutely. I'm I'm garbage. But um
0: What's your rank right now?
1: If there is a rank. I'm a pirate legend. Pirate legend, that's legend.
0: what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um that's all it there was a post on Reddit about how pirate legends aren't good at pvp because they're mostly just players that grind out the other bullshit it's true
0: what do you what do you get if you're gonna pvp uh
1: i don't know man (laughs) the a big pp the the joy of just pooping on other people's day man
0: i kill you i kill you
1: it's yep they certainly do like oh good job spending you know thirty five minutes on this skull fort for me, I'm gonna kill you and take the loot.
0: So I was watching this video apparently. Um, Fallout seventy six had a real bad problem uh, when they changed um, how the PvP system works of people just camping at spawns and <laughs> just fucking killing everyone who co- who shows up.
1: See, and I I understand that sometimes you play with some people. And they get really mad that, you know, because sometimes somebody will jump on your ship, they'll cut you down, and you'll respawn, and they'll be in the bottom of your ship waiting for you to respawn to kill you again Mm -hmm. so that your ship will sink. That's the most effective way to sink somebody's ship.
0: It's not shooting it with cannons.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It, and, like, I'll have friends that get mad and they're like, oh, they're just spawn camping. I'm like, it's how you play the game,
0: it's a legitimate strategy. It's
1: like, it's unfortunate because, as a console player, I do feel like I'm at a disadvantage sometimes.
0: You're, a lot of time, you're at a, at a disadvantage uh, compared to With it to being a mouse, mixed
1: console PC environment. Yeah,
0: compared to mouse and keyboard, just because fucking keyboard, mouse can just <laughs> zip around, turn also around so frame
1: Also, frame rates and loading speeds are just a thing that can be, Yeah. even if it's locked, I think, uh, I don't know, I think they got it better. If they got a better deal.
0: Yeah, probably. Also Uh, actually no, never mind, that's not true.
1: Hitboxes was... are weird in that game too. See, the game's got problem. I love it. I love it. You can it. still yeah,
0: you can still like a game and, and and be like, it it does have problems, but I still enjoy it, despite it. Yeah. It's a um lot of fun. Uh, any more any more sea of Thieves stuff? Yeah, 'cause I've haven't, I haven't played it much. Actually, Um, yeah, I just played it that little bit when I was here that one time.
1: I just love it. I like being a pirate. I've got
0: a parrot. And, uh, what was it, the last... uh last game I played this year was, uh... Not the last game I played this year, but the last one I've written down was, um... Uh, The Outer Worlds. Uh, I
1: definitely loved playing through it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, still haven't, I'm still not done with it, um, I'm just plowing through, yeah, but, uh, let's explain what it is. The Outer Worlds is kind of a spiritual successor to, um, Fallout New Vegas, kind of? The original, Fallout fall fall in, in general, general yeah. but it's made by, uh, Obsidian, Obsidian yeah, it was Black Isle, but that they became Obsidian. Um, so it's Fallout with everything but, uh, all the Fallout iconography. So yeah, no... it's just
1: Space Fallout. Space
0: Fallout, yeah. Um, but yeah, I dug it a lot. It kind of scratched. It's, it's the thing of, it scratched that Fallout itch I wanted, but I still, it's, I feel like I just don't have enough time to play it.
1: Right. Yeah, I get that. I'm at the point where I haven't really finished it, but I want to start a replay. Mm. And since I'm, I have that feel about it. I've just been playing other things.
0: Yeah, because it's it's yeah it's it's hard when you get to that point where it's just like I'm kind of like maybe halfway through. I don't even know.
1: I'll definitely come back to it. I mean, how many times do I come back to any of the Fallout New Vegas games? Or, you know, how many times do I come back to Skyrim? It's like, that style RPG choices, you know, making different paths. Um, It's unfortunate because I do see how much smaller Outer Worlds is than some of the other you know well it's
0: even just the file size i think it's only like a 40 some gig game sure yeah um but yeah i know exactly what you mean uh but think about this with with like fallout and um even like skyrim yeah there's it's a big map you can explore but there's huge swaths of the map that aren't anything that are just are like with fallout especially they're just like, yeah, this is just an open waste um I feel like the the way that they um like the map system that they have in outer worlds at least utilized the small the smaller areas better I feel like it's uh eh, even then no not really, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's just kind of a problem that like um those older adventure games fall into when they when they got transferred into like three D first person where it's just like yeah it's a wasteland so you've gotta, you've gotta have big empty spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Um but hey, wanna talk about uh T V? Sure. Alright. Um This is a pretty good year for for shows, there's some good shows that came out this year. I think
1: as far as shows that came out this year, I can only remember the big two in the lat- later half that I'm hype about. All
0: right, um, I think I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'll uh, I'll start with some shows that came out earlier this year that I that I dug on. Um, uh, the first one was uh, Umbrella Academy. That was um, a Netflix original. Yeah,
1: I didn't watch it.
0: Uh, it's cool. It's um based on the comic by Gerard Way and I can't remember the artist's name. Uh also, it also got me to pick up the comics which are pretty dope. I think I I think out of anything you would probably dig the comics. Really? Cuz they're just like Yeah, there's uh the first ep- the first issue starts with the kids are fighting the Eiffel Tower. Okay. And it ends with the Eiffel Tower is actually a spaceship, and it gets shot into space. Nice. Yeah. Uh, But it's also, so it's basically, um, it's kind of got like X-Men vibes in that um, this old dude adopts five kids that were all born on the same day um, because... Around the world, I think it's like 47 women get pregnant all at once. And they weren't pregnant that... they like nine months pregnant all at once in one day. And so these are the seven children he got. And he basically raised... And they all have superpowers. And uh, he raises them like little X-Men. But it's... The story actually takes place when they're adults. And kind of like how... A little bit how being raised like this kind of fucked them all up, uh, and a little bit how they kind of all hate each other. But it's really interesting, it's really weird. Uh, One of them has time travel powers, and he ends up stuck uh, as like a 13-year-old boy, but he's also like a crazy killer assassin. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, Doug the Show, uh, show and comic definitely have some, di- they, it's like they're drawing from the same source, but the show goes in a, in a much different way with a lot of things. Um, there's one character called Space Boy, who in the comic, he has his head, there's some accident or something, and he had his head attached to the body of a Martian gorilla. Because uh, there's apparently gorillas on Mars. That's not. That's something. That's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, there's Martian gorillas. It's not fully explained, but it's just like, yeah, they're out there. I, right. I like. I like little things like that where it's just like, you're doing little bits of world building without being like, there's Martian gorillas. There's Martian gorillas. You see, because the Martian simian species is like this and that, and we had a war with them and this and that. It's just like, no, no people. What people don't talk like that. People. It. If people knew about Martian gorillas, they'd just be like, yeah, Martian. Russian gorilla. Um, but yeah, dug dug the show, uh, I think Ellen Page was in it. I think that was like the big name in it. Um, but another show based on comics, uh, I watched this year was, uh, Doom Patrol. And I fucking dug it a lot. It was very weird. Um, it, Brought back Brendan Fraser, which is good. He needs. More. I
1: actually didn't know he was in that show.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, it's cause he plays Robot Man. Oh. Uh. uh. So he just voices a character. Um. But yeah, yeah, I really dug it. Based on um, well, it's kind of based. It, it, Doom Patrol is one of those weird ones where it's just like, oh yeah, this has been a property since like the '50s, so they've got some weird shit. Where it's like, they've got some super campy stuff, but then it also got taken over by Grant Morrison in the 80s. So they've got just some weird shit. Uh, Like, in the comics, um, there's a character that's a combination of a man and a woman and an energy being. And they handle that character poorly. At least in the comics, they haven't introduced... Uh, negative, uh, man or negative woman yet. Um, but yeah, they keep (laughs) saying they keep referring to them as it. And it's like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to call you. It's like, they told you their name was Rebus. Just call them Rebus. it's just like, yeah, we're they're They're trying to deal with it the best that they can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the show's really good. Um, it has um, yeah, uh, Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. Um, Alan Tudyk's the bad guy. He plays Mister Nobody. They're kind of Alan Tudyk's kind of just putting himself all over the place in in pop culture.
1: People like him. People want him. Yeah,
0: he's um, he's the Joker in the new uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, cartoon on uh, the DC app which is very funny because he is pretty much just doing Mr. Nobody again. <laughs> um but yeah let's get into the big shows at the end of the year that you're excited about.
1: The good stuff. The good
0: stuff. Actually the good place. That's been that's been pretty good this year. It's not a, it's final season. Uh, I think they've got, like, four or five episodes left at the moment, and it is, th- this has been a show where I can say it has consistently, from beginning to end, been going very strong. There yeah, a- it's
1: at the point, since I'm so far behind on it and stuff like that, it's at the point where I figure I'll catch up when it wraps
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much much else to say about that, but, um, yeah, go on, go on with uh the- with your bad self
1: uh the witcher was very enjoyable it's got tons of flaws in the way that it presents its story and the different timelines and stuff like that i
0: I... do you want to hear my theory about why the witcher did the timelines the way it did
1: um is it because the books are presented in short stories from different perspectives of time and stuff like that?
0: Oh uh, no, my my theory is that they did that so that people would uh rewatch it. Oh. That's my little I idea. I did
1: tell my mom to rewatch it because I told her it would be more enjoyable cuz I understood what was going on right out, like right when they start to like present that to you mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah i get this so then that means that this is happening then blah, blah, blah. you know I, I think netflix
0: out. uh put out a timeline of like when things are happening with the actual years too and it's crazy to think like i think it's like 60 years passes in that show from beginning to end
1: at least just with Jennifer and whatnot yeah
0: yeah, I think it's Yennefer's story happens way before any, like, any of Geralt's story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I super dug it too, um, I wasn't, I, I was familiar with the series in that I knew it was a very popular game, I played a little bit of The Witcher 3, so I, like, like a very little bit, maybe like 10 or 15 hours, um, that's funny. Some games, that would be almost all of them, but a game like that, that's like maybe 10%. Yeah,
1: I really enjoyed The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3.
0: Oh, you played The Witcher 2? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I the heard... opening
1: cutscene on that fucking game is one of I my heard... favorite things ever.
0: The combat in The Witcher 2 is hard to get into. It's
1: very similar what I remember the combat being like in The Witcher Three.
0: No, oh, okay. I might be thinking of The Witcher One then, because uh. I, I was listening to a breakdown of the Witcher series uh, a while back. Um, but yeah, no, I'd been uh, familiar. I'd been familiar with the characters, but I never like. It wasn't a thing where I was like super invested in it. So, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, I think it's. Um, it's a thing, it, yeah, it's basically, it's a series I didn't have any investment in, so I wasn't, like, looking for something bad about it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, this is, a, this is a cool story, I like this. So... I didn't have anything to for it to be like, oh, this is disappointing me because it's not like the book, or it's not like the game.
1: The Witcher is a series that I definitely think people are over-praising,
0: but I like it, too,
1: I think, so it's hard for me to, like...
0: I think it's because the end of Game of Thrones left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And um, just they're kind of craving a new Game of Thrones, a new fantasy thing. I
1: guess that was this year, wasn't it? That was this year. Yeah, let's not talk about that.
0: <laughs> mm. uh, um, I want to talk about a better, a better HBO show. That ended, uh, had a very good ending. Mandalorian. Uh, a uh, uh, Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. <laughs> H- HBO show. HBO show, yeah, I suppose. Um, fucking dug it. Dug it a lot.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was quite the ride mm-hmm. from the start to finish. There was only a few episodes that I was really, you know, kind of. Not
0: as in it, but. I think. Is it the elephant one? Elephant one. The one where Angela's um, hooked up to the machine, having the memories drained from her.
1: Is that the one where she's going through the memories?
0: No, that's the one right after. Where it's like. Where the one before that was her going through um, William's memories. And then the second episode is, like, she gets flashes of her cla- It's basically all flashbacks of what led her to be Sister Knight. No, I didn't mind any of that. Okay. Um, that that episode, I um, I think it was the fact that it was two flashback-heavy episodes, one after the other. Of mm. uh, what were you saying?
1: No, it, it was just... It was good. You know, it was fun you know, trying to figure out where everything was going, where people were going to come back. Hey, you know, there's gaps in it and stuff. Like, how, you know, how is she going to have, how is she going to experience the memory of dude hanging the...
0: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Don yeah. Johnson, yeah, that you know? was... Um...
1: When is that memory extracted for him to have the pill of that memory.
0: Exactly. Yeah that that that's the I think that's the biggest like glaring plot hole, but it's not something that I'm like gonna.
1: No. It it it,
0: it, it the, the only downside is that it, it's it's the smoking gun that that proves to Angela that Will was telling the truth that he did cause the death of the sheriff. Right. Also spoilers. <laughs> yeah Um but yeah dug the show I think it was a good Sequel to the comic series Um I can understand Why some people might not like It but also, All the stuff
1: with Osmandis Was a delight
0: Oh fucking Jeremy Irons was Wonderful He He played that character very well he definitely made it his own. It's not how I envisioned Osmandius in the comics. I will say that, but I do no. I do like his take. Yeah. Osmandius in the comics uh, also it might just actually I'm thinking it's because Osmandius in the comics was trying to play weaker than he was and play stupid, but even at the end he was more cocky. Yeah. Okay, so I take I take that criticism back. I I, th- I but yeah, yeah, good show. Dug it. Um I think uh I think the egg did win. I think the egg did 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 have the powers in it.
1: So I I was almost dissatisfied with the ending until most of that egg stuff went through because I thought that egg stuff was pretty awesome.
0: Uh re just rewatching the series it's just like, oh yeah, there's a big theme of eggs in this uh in this show. Yeah. Eggs are a, are a big multi. Also
1: the character of Lady True is fucking really cool and I really enjoyed that addition to the universe of Watchmen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh I was when she was introduced uh, when not just introduced but just first talked about, I'm just like how is she going to be related to the re- to the to the original characters, to the original cast of, of Watchmen? Yeah and i think they did it well i i i like there was there's a bunch of people being like oh she's ha- she's half vietnamese so she might be um like the the comedian's daughter or something like that not realizing that that timeline doesn't work out cuz the comedian was in vietnam in the 70s and she's a woman in her 30s maybe 40s yeah, she's rich as fuck, so she can she can keep herself looking young, and she also owns like a biotech company. Yeah. Um, but I think I want to move on to uh, what was probably the my favorite show of the year, Mando. Mando. Okay, so I think one of the things so Mandalorian and The Witcher came out ar- around the same time, right? Yeah. Mandalorian came out before, but. Witcher yeah, it dropped. was still
1: airing during the time that The Witcher dropped.
0: So I think that's why people aren't talking about The Witcher quite as much. Because it they just kind of shot their the, wad on it.
1: It was during the peak of. like... Because The Witcher did drop right before the weeks of the Mandalorian finale.
0: Mm hmm.
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: I think so. That sounds right
1: feels right in terms of when I remember watching it
0: but I think I think having the week to week the week to week between episodes having been able to discuss just what happened in the last episode I think that kind of helped with excitement for uh Mandalorian while well, the Witcher was just like boom here you go toss a coin to your Witcher And then you're like, yeah, you watched it all, but you just kind of, it kind of all blurs together.
1: See, and I feel that it's actually more of a difference in those streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. How Netflix is, you're meant to blow your wad on it. They, they, they've, they've... they design their shows, they shoot their shows in a way they want you to have your episode roll into the next episode. Yeah, keep you watching. To, are you keep, still watching? Yeah, you are. Because you want to get that resolved in quick. Yeah. Whereas you're left with a, a different kind of thing and Disney is going to want to, you know, new service keep those subscriptions longer yeah. and you know, have you on that um scheduled viewing, appointment viewing, whatever it's called, where, you know, you gotta tune in each week for that. But that being said, you know, the world fell in love with Baby Yoda. I didn't I didn't understand the time frame of this movie at first or oh, the show. show. Yeah so thinking that it was actually baby yoda had me uh turned off to the idea of it because i was like no that takes away any consequence to you know the child but no yeah i uh i like the child um
0: he's a, he's a cutie
1: one of my favorite parts about mandalorian is the pacing of the episodes,
0: yeah, uh, they're not they're not like hour long or half hour long. They they they're as long as the as they're the half episode...
1: hour long episodes for the most part, and they feel so good. Like they're it, so. It, it's not that it feels like it's too fast. It not that it's it doesn't feel too they're... long. You get done watching it, and you're like, God, that was good.
0: It, they're dense. They're like it, exactly.
1: They pack everything they need to into it and the time that they gave it. And I, I just
0: It's it's uh, well paced, but it's still like every moment they're kinda or and, not either they're, they're like As
1: soon as it starts to lull down into a point where you think you might check your phone, then all of a sudden some shit starts flying
0: around. It's like, Oh, what's going on? Uh who is your favorite guest star this season?
1: Mmm. I was happiest to hear Richard Ewarty's voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he was Zero the. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Droid the the bug
1: looking droid. Yeah, the droid, yeah, yeah. uh, droid, yeah, droid pilot for the heist episode. But my favorite is Nick Nolte. I it's don't the, know if he counts as a cameo. As the okay, upnut. Yeah, I love Queel. Queel.
0: Um, no, I, I would count... Que- or Taika. I would count Queel as, uh, as, as like, a...
1: ig is pretty great.
0: It is IG-11. I always get it confused with IG-88, because that's the one from, uh... The third movie. I can't remember what it's called. There it is. Fifth movie. Empire? He- yeah. I I Yeah, Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Mandalorian got me so hyped. Or it didn't get me super. It didn't get me super hyped for the new Star Wars, but it got me like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I remember I like Star Wars stuff.
1: Yeah, and that's my thing for how much I love Mandalorian, and it's so bad because, like, I don't even care about Star Wars.
0: It's the thing I've wanted for a while with the Star Wars stuff, where it's just like, just tell me a story in this universe. I don't really fucking care about, Absolutely. It's about not the main that, three.
1: It's not that I don't. ...like Star Wars, it's that I don't care about the Skywalker Saga.
0: Exactly. And that's over now. Yeah. So... Oh, man. Well, let
1: the Knights of the Old Republic begin.
0: Let the Knights of the Old... If Re- they made
1: that into a Disney Plus series...
0: Well, the... I remember one of the reasons why they... ...they, like, set KOTOR when they did... ...was um because it's so far back in the canon that it can't fuck with anything...
1: Oh, that's funny. It's
0: like, yeah, you can, you can make up whatever fucking lore you want for this game. It's, this game's like 10,000 years before the movies. Um, but yeah, I fucking really dug Mandalorian, um... Oscar... Pedro Pascal was so I was, gonna say, I was just about to say Oscar Isaac, and I'm like, nope, that's the man from the movies. Uh, Pedro uh, Pascal is the man from... He's so good,
1: dude, with his body movements and everything. He just got so much... He got you, so much character
0: uh, out of not having a face. Uh,
1: it, was, it was epic.
0: Hashtag epic. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know who that blue guy was in the first episode? That he picks up the bounty for.
1: Uh, not Paul Giamatti. Uh, no,
0: it's uh Horatio Sands. Oh, really? Yeah, the blue guy was Horatio Sands. I do like how you got how you said Paul Giamatti because I do get kind of a Paul Giamatti vibe from the with all the blue prosthetics on him. Yeah. Because you know that movie, uh Big Fat Liar,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, I haven't seen that movie, I just know he gets his entire body dyed blue in it. But, uh, there's, uh, who else was in it? Um, fucking, I can never remember the guy's name, but he played Gus Fring on Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. yeah so, uh, Moff cannot Gideon. I can
1: remember his uh, name at all. That was fucking... I heard it the other day and I cannot remember it at all.
0: That That was a fucking dope scene with him at the end.
1: Dark blade or dark saber or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh but I don't know. I uh... I'm not. There hasn't been anything else coming out on Disney Plus at the moment that they've announced that I've been like, oh, hyped. Except for season two of Mandalorian. No, Disney Plus
1: is a uh, Simpsons machine.
0: It is a Simpsons machine, yeah. and I love it. So they don't have to have a fucking cable account with FX. Right to get it although apparently the FX app had a lot of features to it where it was like yeah you can watch episodes with commentary and they've got all the special features and it's like, they might
1: figure out a way to add that
0: well they need to fucking first fix their problem with it and, Um, all the episodes being in widescreen and they need to move the original episodes back to 4x9 or 4x3 or whatever it is 5x9 I don't know. The square. The squarish looking one. Because I'll tell you what, I've noticed at least three or four jokes that have been cut off by that. And the most fucked thing is when they're when when they're playing something on the TV and it's a close up of the TV, they do go back to the to the four by three. Uh, style, because the the entire image would look fucked up if they just f- stretched that square TV, or they'd have to cut off, like, the top and bottom of it. I don't know what my point is. I might cut this whole rant out. Um. Anything else you've watched this, this, uh, anything else you're watching right now? Anything you're excited for? Any new stuff you're excited for? Because that's always fun to look back at and see.
1: I was hyped on Demon Slayer. I know uh, the Demon Slayer movie might come out this year, I think, it is coming out, so that's going to be hype.
0: That's, uh, anime with the guy with the boar mask and the lady with the weird, um, uh, gag.
1: Yeah, like yeah, not really hyped on the fact that the main girl and it's got muzzled. is but... yeah,
0: muzzled? Yeah, no, it, it, uh, fucking looks weird from the outside, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any new sh- any new stuff coming out soon that I'm hyped for. I guess Animal Crossing's coming soon, but even that I'll probably p- it's it's one of those games I'll probably pick up and I'll like play a little bit of, and then I'll be like, okay, that was Animal Crossing.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna keep on right now. Uh, since Cyberpunk got delayed, it's. A thing uh, where it's like, I'm just going to keep on playing Sea of Thieves, and I'm going to keep on playing Apex, and I'm going to keep on playing Tetris, and I'm going to keep on oh playing Oh yeah, After yeah, talk Karina. about Apex
0: a little bit. You, uh, you, you kind of zigged, uh, uh, when I thought you were going to zag, uh, when you mentioned your favorite battle royale this year, I thought you were going to mention Apex.
1: No, I do absolutely love Apex. It's, uh, everything that I wanted out of a Battle Royale. It's a arcade um, you know, non-realistic shooter where you've got robots and you got, you know, these different kind of guns that shoot energy and shit like that. It's not Call of Duty and whatnot, but it's not Fortnite either. It's...
0: What would you do if there was a pickup in that game that let you call down a titan? um <laughs> i kill everyone
1: <laughs> well that's my thing when i original when i was playing titanfall i didn't actually get in my titan oh yeah for, like, i remember watching first... you play that
0: you were so fucking out of your titan mobile
1: yeah i if i called my titan down it was just to crush down another titan or like guard a position I uh I was a big fan of rodeos where you go and fuck up oh, other yeah. people's titans.
0: <laughs>
1: Can't do that inside a Titan. <laughs> uh, fucked up
0: if you could.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, respawn is just real good at
0: making you feel like a mobile fucking crazy asshole they've uh they've hit it out of the park with the last couple of games with uh titanfall one and two apex and now um the some new... of the
1: monetization on some of their cosmetics and shit but it's all cosmetics and the game's fucking free so yep, yeah.
0: i i have no problem with with a game that's all shitty and stuff where it's just like... Oh no, the base game itself does not change uh, if you spend a fucking dollar on this. But if you want to wear this cool looking suit, yeah, you're going to have to drop some cash. I definitely I'm, did. I, I'm annoyed at the thing where it's not just something where it's like... A lot of games do this where it's just like, no, you can't just buy our currency to buy it. You've got to fucking... You've got it's rare. You've got to you've got to open up boxes to get it, and it's like that's some old bullshit. I'd pay fifteen dollars. Uh, that's a bit. I pay five to ten dollars for a new skin.
1: That's the thing, dude. It's at least fifteen dollars. Yeah. The, it's usually around eighteen dollars for the skin, and that's you can only selectively buy it when it comes around on the weekly thing. Yeah. Th- it's all, problems it, with uh, monetization in games. Yeah. There's always problems. with
0: It's that. it's a thing where we fucking hope they would have just stayed in cell phones, but they didn't because they're yeah, fuck, worth a lot of money gaming. I I won't harsh on anyone who's who who games on a cell phone. That's still gaming, but sure. it's I'm not, not for me. To I
1: yuck your yum, but yeah. Uh, I, it's, I'll play a rhythm game on my
0: phone. That that makes more sense. Something like a rhythm game or something like that. Uh, endless runners, those make more sense. That that's a style of game I can actually kind of get more down on a cell phone. But things where it's like, fucking, <laughs> there's a joystick on the screen. It's just like I, I can't fucking do this without any feedback. It it doesn't feel right to just spin this circle as a joystick on mm. on a flat screen. Yeah, not have a D pad. Um, but yeah, I, I I fucking I understand why. Like, uh, what's it? What's its putts? Candy Crush, super popular. Summoner Wars. Hmm. Uh-huh. The same shit, basically. Is that just another no, match it's, three?
1: It's not a match three game. It's a fucking do nothing game. It's one of those things that Lloyd plays.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That game game where it looks like a game is just... He's just watching a game being played. There's one um, I heard about. I think Dan Harmon was talking about. It's called Cookie Clicker. Where you just just click a cookie to get more cookies. And you get upgrades so you can click the cookie faster. But uh, it might be this game or it might be a different game. But eventually you get to the point where it's just like there's a hellscape going on behind you, and you've got a, you've got a quantum cookie click so that the cookie worms don't eat your cookie, and it's just this insane thing where it just starts off as this just, like, bullshit, boring game, and then it's like, no, if you keep going, you get, you reach, like, the god cookie. The god cookie fights the devil cookie, and the whole time you're just making so many fucking cookies, dude. It seems interesting. And apparently there's like a, you can join their cookie clicking, uh, like crew. Took me too long to think of another word I don't know what my point is. I feel like, uh, about, about time to wrap it up. Sure. I've been recording for a while. Well, <laughs> over an hour. It's definitely past my bedtime. It is. Um, so yeah, any final thoughts? Any, like, Jerry Springer, you got any, uh, any last words? That's not what Jerry Springer has. He has final thoughts.
1: If you play Sea of Thieves and somebody's flying an Alliance flag, don't be a dick. Just join the Alliance. You'll get reputation from them.
0: What about, what if I'm for the Horde, though?
1: You'll get part of their Horde
0: that be you see that that Alliance. joke would be funnier if we uh, cared about World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly don't.
0: Well, on that on that stinker, I guess we should end it. Right on, man. Um, but Thanks yeah, for having me, no problem. Hey, man, it's your show too. Yay! This is this is the one. Except for all the branding, we'll still say Swamp Thing. Yay! And. I'll probably still keep the the tag at the end of uh, "Some Things I Hate About You" is now on an Apple Podcast. Uh, we <laughs> <have> been, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, we should do this again um, sooner, not than later. Sooner, sooner next time. Not yeah, wait, absolutely. not wait over a year. But I mean, I've seen you since before then. I just haven't brought my shit down for it. Right. We could have done this every time we hung out, but... Meh. 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 Alright. Alright. Peace. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.